passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Trust me, I think I need one. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped's products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using Bubba as your promo code for 20% off and free shipping. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Don't forget about the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember that your beard hair is different. It's more coarse. It's easier to damage than the hair on your head. Cap the kit off with some beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit comes with three free gifts plus a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code Bubba. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Monday afternoon podcast. Exclusive podcast. Found only where you find our podcast. I'm trying to think. Does that theme song remind you of like Knight Rider or I think it's Knight Rider, or like Airwolf or something? I don't know what that yeah, means. Knight Rider. Yeah. What's not is that a video game? Uh technically yes. Okay. Well I mean it's a TV Yeah, I guess show. it was. Yeah. It's a TV show. Oh, okay. Little, like little sci fi. Deal? Ugh. Well, no. Okay. Uh, it had the <laughs> kit car, K I T T. Yeah, not night. Night Industries 2000. Not ringing a bell. Sorry. No. Maybe it was a boy thing. Michael Knight or an 80s thing. I don't know. Mm-mm. You don't doesn't ring a bell still. Nope. No bells rung. Perhaps I was still in Israel in the motherland. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm so sorry. Uh, again, welcome to the show. Bubba's not here right now. Um, Had a guy named David Hasselhoff as the lead. Yeah, he's kind of famous. I'm with Hasselhoff, yes. Remember, remember, the, yes. remember the show with the black car uh, that could drive itself? Knight Rider? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I feel like there was a, a... What was the car that talked to him? Was that it? That was it. Oh, okay. Maybe I confused that with like... Uh, oh. What was the other 80s one with the car? Or that was the 80s one with the car? That was the 80s one with the okay, car. Okay, well, I, just, I guess I didn't know that it was called that. My bad. Uh, Bubba is not here right now. He is on his way to save Merch Crick, who locked her keys in the car somewhere in Tampa. But he is hurrying back to try to make 
to make it to the podcast. Yeah, he's not AAA. He's Triple C. Clem's car care. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you so go. he's saving the day. Thanks to Booba. Um, so he is on his way back. Hopefully Daddy, he makes it. help me. I'm locked out. You think she's going to get fucking she's, bitched yeah. out? <laughs> when she, she's when like big red. She's locked in the car. Yeah. Yeah, she's in the car yeah. locked. She can't find <laughs> her keys. Help, help. Daddy, I don't know. The door won't open. Poor thing. Poor thing. Child safety Poor locks thing. Erica, have you used a handle yet? <laughs> no, Daddy. What's the handle? Try that. Um, how about OnStar? <laughs> OnStar, I'm stuck in my car. How do I get out? <laughs> Uh, big weekend this weekend. Obviously, there was the Super Bowl. People love the football. I love the football now. Um, I found the game very entertaining. I watched most of it. I would say you were you were loosely watching it most, most of the time. Of it. You didn't watch most of it. I watched a good portion of the game, especially the last minute or so, which was very yeah, exciting. When I said, "Hey, DJ Humsauce, take off your headphones and come watch the rest last minute oh, of the so game," she wasn't listening. She kind of would appear uh, like occasionally look up. And like look at the TV. Yeah, as I was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I would say the the first half I was a little bit more engaged, and then the Correct. second half I decided to to work on my my DJ skills well, because we, we waited the forty five minutes for the last minute or two to end to watch the halftime show. Oh my god! Oh, Just geez. after this commercial break, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Let's go, let's go. Um, but yeah, so it was a. I think it was a great a, a great game by any sort of a yeah. Competition standards. And it was, I, I close thought it, game. I thought it would be a shitty game, and mainly because I didn't care about the teams. Right, but it was very exciting, especially when it came down to the wire. And I love it when Blitz knows when to call me. He goes, "Hey, it's tied up. There's like eight seconds left, and if this guy makes the kick, they're probably going to win." I go, "Okay, I'm invested now. <laughs> right. This is exciting. Um, couldn't be better. Nobody was like." It's not like one of those things where I think I I heard, I don't know if it was Rhett talking or someone saying like, oh, by the last quarter of last year, people were just kind of, all right, game's over. Let's leave. They're never going to make it up. I hate that. Yeah, that's not as fun. But for this, it was was great. I know know Bubba seemed to hate the halftime performance before he even saw it. Oh, he listened He's to like, Dr. Ben. He's like, it wasn't as good as last year. I'm like, but you didn't see this year. He goes, it doesn't matter. That's what Muffy said. Yeah, Dr. Dan didn't like it. Um, to be honest with you, I, well, I just like Rihanna's music. So I was already like on board and the dancing, not by her, but the dancing was phenomenal. It yeah. was really, the choreography was good. As someone who's, who grew up dancing, who has an appreciation for that art form, I was very impressed and I thought it was great. Um, and it's not like you had a lot of different sets and stuff. It was just like you, you had the platforms, which were which were cool. Yeah. But other than that, it was just pretty much like straight People. dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And I mean, I, you know, I don't really like care for her music, but like it sure. was like, but it's good music. I it's get good it. dance music. It yeah. gets the crowd hype. It, it, and like the production was awesome. The dancers were awesome. She was horrible. Yeah, yeah. She's never been a great performer. I remember seeing her at the VMAs and she just kind of like walks and. Um, casually sings, doesn't really get into it so much. But who do you think Dr. Dan took took to the concert he went to? Because he said he went to that concert. Maybe his daughter or something. I don't know. I, I hope so. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to pry into Dan's personal life. That's his business. But um, as far as as far as the performance went, I thought it was fun. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. And I just, you know, and I understand that people are like, oh, well, it's, it's not as good as last year because last year they had like some legends and old school hip hop. It's like, all right, well, that's great for those people. But for someone who grew up listening to Rihanna, like yesterday was was kind of like my uh, my 
bread and butter as far yeah. as what I like. And the, th- and the thing is, sports fans are going to watch a Super Bowl, period. They don't right. care who the halftime show is. Correct. So, they, so they're going to they're gonna program the halftime show to people who probably might not watch the game. Right. But then would tune in for that. That's And that's what Bubba didn't understand. I'm like, you need to gear it towards women because they're watching yeah. the commercials, yep. or at least paying more attention. And they're the ones that care about the halftime performance. And, and I also really appreciate... Some of the people that declined the halftime performance. So, for example, some people declined for the, in my opinion, the wrong reasons where it was like a political deal. But I, I really think it has to do more along the lines of they don't get paid. Perhaps that. It's great publicity. Obviously, it really is. Yeah. But especially if you got like a new album coming out or something like that. But I think I was reading people who were asked to do the halftime performance before Rihanna and that declined. And one of them was Adele. And her reasoning was like, Dude, I don't do any dancing. I don't shake my ass. I do love songs and ballads. Who the fuck wants to listen to that during the Super Bowl? So she has like really good insight as to like, no one is going to want to like, you need an upbeat kind of pop singer, R&B, something where people can dance, shake their ass and have a good time. So I really appreciated her. She was like, this is a horrible idea to have me as your halftime performer. And then Cardi B didn't want to do it because of the Kaepernick deal, and I was totally okay with that because she sucks. She's terrible, at least in my opinion. There might be a new meal for Bubba to review, though, at McDonald's, the Cardi B meal. Pray tell. I don't know. I I just read something about it yesterday or something. Really? Uh, Do we know anything that's on it? Uh, Because I I, I could guess that what. A fat ass pussy. It's wet ass pussy. <laughs> Dud. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Fucking gross. Hey, this, I didn't write the song. No, you didn't. And you didn't remember what it was called either. No, so. no. Because if it was um, that, I might go buy one. Huge ass bang <laughs> pussy. It's the Cardi B McDonald's special. Um, I, I would like to know as a, as a football fan, Lummy, what did you think about the game? I thought the game was really good. Did you okay. watch the whole thing? I imagine yes, you did. Yeah, okay, yeah. of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, no, I thought it was really good. I think it was one of the better Super Bowls uh, that I've seen in a while. Obviously, the Bucks one takes the cake. Uh, but uh, other than that, it's, it's, it was a, a really exciting football game. Good, good. I'm sure your son stayed up and watched it well past no. his bed. No? No. Oh, no, no. oh okay. He, he went to bed. He uh, went to bed. Okay. He went to bed before I halftime. I got you. Starting February 14th. The Cardi B Classic McDonald's Cheeseburger paired with tangy barbecue sauce and a large Coca-Cola will debut. That's it? Along with, who's Offset? Uh, Her boyfriend. Okay, Offset is going to have a quarter pounder with cheese and a large high C orange lava burst. Well, I'm sure that's really helping soothe the grief of losing his bandmate. And and to share, it says, a large order of the brand's signature fries and a hot flaky apple pie. Who is the guy from Migos that died? Because Offset is part of Migos. I believe it's a trio. Takeoff? Is that what you said? Takeoff, yes. Takeoff is dead. So, um, yeah, I'm sure this is easing the pain by having a McDonald's special. Yeah. So That starts tomorrow. Uh, good for him. Do you think she got paid a lot of money for that? Who? Cardi B. Oh, I don't know. I doubt. I mean, because like, it's not like she's doing anything different. It literally is a cheeseburger, french fries, a Coca-Cola with a thing of barbecue sauce. It's nothing else other than that. It's not even like a custom sandwich. Hmm. Yeah, well, you can't expect much from Cardi B. And that's fine with me. Okay. Um, over the weekend, I feel like we did some some fun stuff. We tried a new restaurant. I did an oh, yeah. all women's uh Brazilian jiu jitsu class. 
which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it because it's not just like it, it's not political at all. It's just it, it helps women do things a little bit better because we're I, I know a lot of people don't want to, uh, you know, recognize this. But men and women are, are different. And sometimes in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, when you're training with partners who are usually much larger than you, there's some things you kind of need to work around. And some things that are going to work for a guy that's 6'1", is, is not going to work for someone who's my size. Yeah. So it was cool just to kind of have a, a class geared towards um, things that kind of can help women a little bit more uh, improve their game. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then we watched uh, a documentary against... Uh, Blitz's will um, about not transgender people, but there's a a group of people that we don't really discuss too much because trans has really just taken over the forefront of of the woke movement. But this is actually kind of a subsect of people I do actually have a lot of compassion for because they're intersexed people. You mean someone with the... Both or neither or kind of some of one, but not really of another. They have a penis, but they also kind of have a uterus yes. sort of deal. And it's it's really a spectrum, like a lot of things now, in life. I, now, I'm going to say this uh, as a for news context, but I guess it's not acceptable anymore. They used to be called hermaphrodites, but and it, could, and it brought that up in the documentary. Yeah. That they don't. They don't refer to them as that anymore. It's intersex, so, I believe. Correct. So if, if people were wondering what that means, or they've heard the word before, that's Yeah. And I remember my first encounter with a hermaphrodite was on the Sally Jesse Raphael show. So it wasn't like in person or anything. But I was really blown away and it really struck me because I remember seeing a guy that kind of looked like George Costanza. Oh. Like male pattern baldness. You know, the whole deal. Jason mm-hmm. Alexander, short, kind of stubby. Just looked totally like a... A, like a like a dude and they went on Sally Jesse Raphael and she was sitting there with her red hair and her red frame glasses and she was like this is a woman and my 11 year old brain just completely melted I was like I don't under I, I don't understand I remember just being so just you in- are breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so fucking blown away and that's really the thing that I liked about daytime talk shows back then not so much the paternity test. It, it, it all became very Springer-esque. But there were a lot of odd medical conditions where they would bring people on and be like, this person is allergic to water. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right. This is awesome. Like, I remember being 10, 11 years old and just, this, you know, because I've always kind of liked science this and medical stuff. This seat foam cushions. Yeah, stuff like that. They, It <sighs> was the first time I was introduced to people who had progeria mm-hmm. that looked like Benjamin Button. And they'd be you know, six or seven years old, but they looked like they were 104. Yeah. So I was, I was just like, wow. So I really did learn or at least was exposed to things that I otherwise would never have seen. But my first encounter with, uh, and at that point they used the term hermaphrodite. I mean, this was like in the mid nineties and I don't know if it had a derogatory context, but I remember seeing this, this man, woman, this person, and they looked like George Costanza, and she's like, I have two X chromosomes. And again, my brain hmm. melted, and I was just so infatuated and fixated, and I, I couldn't get out of my head. I'm like, how, how could someone look like that and claim to be a female? Well, apparently, this sort of thing happens a lot more than people know. It said something like, in the ballpark of, and I don't know how accurate these stats are, 
But I think in the documentary it said like one in it said either fifteen hundred or two thousand births. It said fifteen hundred because that was like I was like that really? stood out. To, yeah, that someone has some sort of form mm-hmm. of being intersex, well, and that could be anything from having an extra X to having like a huge clitoris to having a small penis. So that's like this. That's like the least amount, probably. That's why, like, if you have a small penis or a large clitoris, not a, but it's but not it's just not a that. Penis. Oh. It's like because sometimes the the genitals don't match the chromosomes, right? So. You'd have something that kind of looks like a penis, but you have like two X's. And a lot of times, too, like, uh, I, I mean, from what I've heard, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, obviously. Right. Um, but like, usually, if it's like close with like after the baby's born, like within a few weeks, months, it like grows into what it should be. Yeah, like the, the testicles haven't descended or something. Right. And then that kind of fixes itself or they can kind of help it along. But this is different than that even yeah and and a lot of it just detailed like the horror stories because here's the thing like if with like transgender kids i'm not a fan of like letting the kid decide at a certain age and then the parents going along with it but then it's like a whole other uh situation when you're having surgeries as a newborn infant like, yeah. you don't even have a say at all. You're not claiming to be one thing or the other. You're just getting parts removed and taken, just poked and prodded. And it was really sad. And, you know, some of the people there didn't find out their chromosomal makeup until they were, like, in their 40s. They, the one thing, or like, a lot of them seem to have similar stories as far as, like, hey, uh, you know, you're in fifth grade. It's uh, summer school or summer summertime. Everyone's off. Don't tell anyone where you're at. We're just say we're going on vacation, and then they would go have like another surgery and be in the hospital for like a month or two. Yeah, or if they decided to change the gender, they they would just up and leave they and like move, move to a new for, city. Yeah, and then they would restart the life as instead of Brandon, they'd be Brenda or something and like never that. Never tell the kid. Never tell friends. Never tell anyone. Yeah, it was just this horrible secret, and which was odd because it's it's again it seemed. Oddly common, one in fifteen hundred births is not super super rare because some yeah. things are no, like one in common. a million. Yeah. So uh, apparently this this happens more than than people expect. And I'm like, how many times have I seen someone give birth on like Facebook or come out with an announcement, and you know they don't know if it's it's Jimmy or Jenny or it's some combination of both. And so, go ahead. so the. UN estimates that about 385,000 babies are born every day. So let me give me a minute. I'll do some math. 385,000 born every day. Okay. 385. And it's 1,500 of them are like that? Holy crap. Well, one in 1,500. Right. So That's like uh, 260 a day. I mean that's a lot of kids yes, apparently yeah. um and and of course me being me as soon as the documentary was over I'm like I got to check out these these pussies with testicles you know these yeah. pussy balls or whatever mm-hmm. and and I wanted to see ones that would literally cuz sometimes they would come out of the the mother the mother would give birth and they'd be like I don't know what that is. Like, I'm like, to confuse a doctor, you know, where it really doesn't look one way or the other, I'm like, I got to see these pussy balls. Like, I got to see what's going on. And it really is confusing because I saw some fucking pictures where it just looks like mm-hmm. a, a, a clitoris with just like the gland, like a baby glands poking out and then 
because the testicles and the labia, I think, come from the same fetal tissue. Yes. So then it just looks like a really puffy pussy. But then you can also see that it's just like it's like on the way to testicles, but didn't quite get there. But is there any like like vaginas with like sometimes a, yes, sometimes a, like no. A somewhat decent sized penis. One guy said that he had like a. Of like a, a penis, but it was like super small, and he didn't have any testicles. And then he found out in his forties he had a vagina because he was having urinary tract issues. And they right. they went and they did an examination. They're like, "You got a fucking puss, man." He's like, <laughs> so he's like, "I'm," a, and he was like, kind of like a gay guy. So he was just like, he's like, I, "It's not that I'm a I'm a female." He's like, "I'm a man with a penis and a vagina." Like he was he was working it. Yeah, and it was really odd because what I took away from that is the people that didn't have intervention, right? So the people that were just left alone to develop that looked kind of like either gay, affectionate men, affectionate, gay, effeminate men, or like kind of looked trans, like those people were the the happiest if they were just yeah. left the fuck alone to develop and if they had a little bit more testosterone or a little bit more estrogen or whatever the case may be, they were so grateful that their parents just left them the fuck alone to develop into an intersex person, which kind of looks somewhere between a man and a woman, but they just felt better that they weren't poked and prodded. And I mean, I can't even imagine, especially as an adolescent where, you know, just doctors come in and didn't that one guy say that, um, like people all over the hospital were just, he, he, he or she, the intersex person would wake up and there would just be like a random person like Looking, with the bed sheets. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, some of that was hard to believe. Maybe, but one, one of, one of the counts said that like, one of the accounts said that um, they looked up and they'd be like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just a podiatrist, but I just wanted to see what was going on. Like, he's a foot doctor, but he was just curious to see yeah. what it intersects. Some of that some of that kind of sign of bullshit, to be it honest. It could have been a bit rich. I, I'm yeah. not quite sure. But whatever. I'm going to take the word for it because it's an interesting story. But I really did feel sorry for those people because they, like... They're not, they don't have a woke agenda. They're just, you know, they have a, a a medical condition that's confusing. And I'm like, fuck, that would really suck. And then I would, it's funny because I'd look at them sometimes and I'd be like, they look more female. And then you look at them a little to the left and they look more male. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, especially in a kind of a binary world. Um, well, they, to, they talked to us, like some of the chicks about like uh, how... Like the doctors when they were kids had to like, you know, make the vagina and then like expand it as they were getting older. Yeah. Yeah. The the one that was uh, raised as a, a, a chick, she looked like a chick. She had a boyfriend and they had sex and then come to find out. And this was also kind of disturbing. She was in like 18 and then she found out she was actually she had an XY. So then I'm thinking like, does your ex-boyfriend know about that shit? Well, they were trying to have sex, and she was like, it hurts. Like, it hurts really bad. What's going on? And but then, she just thought that, you know, that's just the how, nature yeah, of doing business. But so really interesting stuff, and it wasn't like a woke deal at all. It was more of a medical deal, which I appreciated. Yeah. So. There, was some, there was definitely some some BS in there a little bit, I think. Well, they but were like, all go to, have yeah, that. they're like, go to San Francisco, which I get, because then no one is like looking at you weird because everyone's kind of like a offbeat, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I understand why they would want that. But it, but what was funny, though, is that it was like, leave these people alone, right? No medical intervention, just just leave them be. And so it just seems kind of opposite from... The trans and I understand the trans people might be calling for medical intervention, so maybe that's the, that's the difference there. But to to just be like, listen, develop however you want to develop, 
be a man, be a boy, wear whatever you want, but maybe not get medicine and, and hormones and surgeries involved because you you may regret it, you may change, you may be right. But whatever. I, I also wonder if if it's that common, if it's one in fifteen hundred bit bursts or you know thereabouts. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of those, and I'm willing. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get Three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. It's a large number that they do a little bit for as a baby and they turn out to be quote unquote normal. Did they say yeah. why the why like what causes it, or is it just it just happens? It's like I a mean, developmental issue, mm-hmm. you know, in in utero. I'm not quite sure. Like, I didn't know why. if it's something with the mother or the parents or something. No, like I don't that. think it was like mom was a smoker. I think it was just like a happenstance sort they, of deal. Yeah, they didn't discuss that at all. It's like why does it happen? They just they they just were there from the hey it does happen and here's yeah. what we do now going forward. No. Yeah, I I don't think it's like a, a like a mom drank deal. I think it's more of just like a deve- developmental deal. You know, like not comparing it to spina bifida, but you know, it's like the fi- spine right. didn't fully fuse. Like it's just sure. a fucking it it's just a developmental thing that happened in your utero. It's just unfortunate. I think that's mostly sure what it is. Because um, basically every baby starts out with 
female-ish parts. Yeah, then the testes develop, drop, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, man, that would really fucking suck. Like, that would really, that would not be good. But it was funny because, like, the two people they interviewed that didn't have any med- medical intervention and were just left to live as is, were clearly the best, the most well-adjusted, the happiest, and had zero trauma. They're Mm -hmm. like, it was fucking weird, but being a teenager is weird, and I just moved to San Francisco, and everything's fine. So I'm like, perfect. Like, that's that's a success story in my book. So, um, Valentine's Day, Lummy, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, how does it how does it work in your household? Of what I remember from yes, of what I remember from last year, apparently. Now, is it it, and it's not a trap, right? It's not like, no, don't get me anything, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's not like that. No, not at all. She hates Valentine's Day. I don't care about it. So it's you just, get, there's it's a waste no. waste of money for. You don't do anything at all. Nothing. You don't go out to dinner. You don't. Well, tomorrow's Taco Tuesday, okay. so we'll probably have tacos or some right. Mexican kind of food. <laughs> but you do that every Tuesday, right? Yes. Like, okay. All right. So fair enough. It, to us, it's just another day. That's fine. Um, Which I'm, I'm perfectly fine with. How do you feel about Valentine's Honestly, Blitz, don't just say it because I happen to be your spouse, but give me a full, honest rundown of, of your expectations um, as a receiver and as a giver of Valentine's Day. I think Day. it's complete bullshit mm-hmm. made up. Yeah. But you got to do something. Okay. And and you say that with like... um. Uh, you're not you're not saying that because you feel obliged. It's that you actually want to do something, or well, no. I mean, kind of both in okay. a way. All right, that's okay. Right, I mean, like you should every day normally anyway, but like on this day, you, you know, you just a little something extra. Don't go crazy. Like, no, no, yeah, don't go. I mean, well, don't go crazy with me, but some people expect a lot. A oh, lot yeah, of, but, a lot of people. If you're with someone Women. who expects it, then you need to do that. Because if it's important to them, and really the, the game of Valentine's Day is really, um, it's like a game of chicken. And here's the thing, nobody... Especially, it's just you don't want to be left out, I think, is a lot of women's right. concern. is like if nobody else acknowledged it, it wouldn't be a problem. But when you are on social media, like many people are, and they see that boyfriend, husband of X, Y, and Z person, even if the relationship is totally shit, if they wake up and there's a big bouquet of roses or whatnot, if they themselves didn't receive it, but they see that their friend Sally did, they get... Mm-hmm. They get upset and they're like, and they equate, you know, and some people, here's another thing to consider is a lot of people have gift giving as their love language. You know, it's certainly not mine, but to some people that sort of stuff is important. And on a holiday that is completely, um, uh, you know, about gift giving, then you should maybe consider that you should do something. Um, I mean, yeah, if you're with someone who like, this is a big deal. Then and, yeah, you, you need to make something. it a big deal or at yeah. least a deal. Yeah. I think Valentine's Day, it's odd because Valentine's Day, at least to me, when I was single was more, not hurtful, but I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I have to see all this shit. But then when you're in a relationship and especially a good one like I'm in, it means much less, oddly enough. you, you I would th- yeah. I always thought it would be the opposite. I always thought like, finally. A day where I can be celebrated. Now I'm just like, whatever. But that could also, you know, if I'm being fully honest here, um, I think maybe it was also kind of like 
a deal with with the ex where they right. were vehemently against it to the point where it made me feel like shit because I thought I'm like, do you just not want to celebrate me at all? Like, are you, you know, we got to that level and to the point where I, I was even said like, so do you want to plan something? And he's like, oh, you know, it's a fake call. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. I'm not saying mm-hmm. we have to go above and beyond and I'm not expecting flowers or really anything. But like, do you want to do dinner? Like, do you want to even just like have dinner together? Because I didn't <laughs> see this person very often because they were often away. But I think they were in town. And I'm like, you want to do dinner together? And they were just like so vehemently against it to the point mm. where it would like hurt my feelings. I'm like, OK, well, do- would you so do you not want to do you want to have dinner on Wednesday would that be better for you like so well, it's um, funny because some, some uh days like of mm, somewhat Valentine's Day depending on the place you pick but like yeah on Mother's Day or things like that like a lot of times I'll be like hey are you cool if we celebrate it the day or two before or after because the day of if you're trying to get to a restaurant at like regular hours yeah you're not going to right and I would always say that's totally fine yeah like do I don't the, care the origin of Valentine's Day um isn't it a french valentine. deal yeah it's a christian i guess holiday oh. or for saint valentine yeah there's a bunch of valentines that were being persecuted by the roman empire oh jesus so they created a day how did it, i did not know that i uh, was reading up on it i i i i think i remember reading up on the history i've since forgotten about how it became like a like a lover's deal i don't quite remember how they made that it looks like from back yeah, it looks like there was a lot of people named the Valentine okay. uh, back then and, and I guess in the seventeen hundreds in okay. England, the this this guy named Vincent worked you know, was a paper or a book or something and started writing like uh, love and poems and, and to remember the old Valentine's people that died or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, his name was Saint Vincent Hallmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess then it just kept, you know, carrying on and carrying on and now it's what we got. Which I did not know that. I, I I thought as every maybe some people do I was believed that was created by the card. I knew that business. there was some sort of like history. Yeah, and, there's yeah. Obviously the the Hallmark industry capitalized on it. Exactly. But, but, I just don't remember Saint Valentine in the uh, in the Bible. So. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, here's the thing: like, I don't really see anything wrong with like, hey, do you want to like go out to dinner? Do something small, just kind of like recognize and appreciate your relationship for what who cares like all I right guess i'll call carl flammer ford and return that car i was gonna buy wait <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, I'm just kidding. yeah no but again i'm not big into gift giving um or getting rather and i certainly don't i am not a fancy person mm-hmm. at all like i don't i prefer not fancy i will actually go out of my way to to get out of going to a fancy place because i prefer casual Me and too. usually honestly the food is usually better Yep. I feel like with these like fancy places, they try to be all fucking like avant garde with all this shit. I'm like, bitch, I just want some fucking rice and veggies, and I want some falafel, and that's all I want. So yeah. three hundred dollars, and you put fucking three grains of rice and a pea on my plate. Yeah, and it's also here's the thing: it's kind of built into being a vegetarian or a vegan is like you're not gonna because the most expensive places to dine at are typically what steakhouses or or seafood or Mm -hmm. something like that so if you don't eat that shit you're just like you're you're a pretty cheap date now i know you can go to burns and buy like a a 50 dollar potato but like that's kind of fucking stupid no burns isn't that expensive on potatoes and stuff on sides yeah they're actually pretty 
I know, but I, I don't want to get a potato and like a side of asparagus and pay thirty bucks. Like, Usually, that's well, their ridiculous. their main meal comes with pretty much I think two sides. But yeah, if but I were their to main just get meal sides, is what steak? Yeah, steak or seafood. But I don't. I think their a la carte is. Uh, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Well, I still don't want. To go Which to Burns, is kind of nuts, but yeah, I know. I'm just saying that. If I was going to go to Burns, it's certainly. I mean, I'll, I don't think I'll ever go. But if I did go, it certainly wouldn't be on Valentine's Day. No way. No yeah, good luck fucking get, way. Yeah, try, good luck getting in there. No Oof. thanks. Uh-uh, not happy. Whatever, like, their least pop, probably, like, a Monday night or some shit on a random night, I would maybe check out the dessert menu, because that's really all I have some interest in. But you, other the than dessert that. room, you could probably yeah, get Dessert whole, room, excuse yeah, me, yes. I, I know. And I honestly kind of, can I just go take a tour of the place without eating? Because I hear it's, like, pretty cool inside. It looks like shit from the outside. It's, it looks like a dump on the outside. It looks like, you know what it looks like? Yeah. Like a fucking funeral home. Yeah. To me. So, But I just want to see what it looks like on the inside just because it's like this historic restaurant. All the restaurant. different rooms they have and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, is there like trap doors? Is it going underground? I would like to see it. That's all. I don't want to eat there, dine there, but, you know, maybe one day. We, we'll see. Um, I found out. A couple days ago, actually, that one of my friends, I won't be mentioning any names, is actually going to be getting weight loss surgery. And I don't, I would actually be really curious to ask Dan about this tomorrow, but, or even Bubba, did, no, Bubba never had weight loss surgery, right? I don't think so. No, he never did. Um, but when it comes to like bariatric surgery, and I'm not talking about, you know, my 600 pound life people, okay? I'm talking about people who are clearly obese you know um clearly have an issue with the weight but not to the point where i don't think that they could do it by natural means i guess um but what why would i I don't know as a i guess as a bariatric doctor you're kind of like surgery happy to prescribe it to everybody because that's how you make your fucking money but at what point do you think that you actually need surgery? I mean, I feel like with a lot of people, you you know, shouldn't they shouldn't they see if they can do it by themselves first before you start just prescribing surgery? Or uh, how does that go? I mean, yeah, I mean, it'll even, just do it f- faster. But, but even like the doctor now, whatever, he's like, yeah, if you lose a little bit, then we'll do the rest. Let me. That's what they usually do. Yeah, to see if you can if you can stick to anything. I, think, I mean, they're there to do that. I know. I mean, they they got to pay right. for their new cars. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I don't know. I feel like doing something that's as invasive as. Oh, I, I agree. And I know that there's lots of different because I, I researched this a few months ago when my friend was telling me she, this person was throwing it around that they might be getting surgery. So I started mm-hmm. discussing it with them and also asking around. Uh, not asking around, but researching myself, because it's not just like there's one type of weight loss surgery. No, there's many. There's tons where they can do a sleeve, they can do a bypass, gastric bypass. They could. There's all these different sorts of just re stomach staple. What deal. do you call it? Replumbing mm-hmm. of the body, which is really interesting. But you know, I kind of want to ask this person a few more questions, but I, it's not appropriate to do it over text. I feel like if they want to start talking about it, which they did to me a few months ago and then I was able to kind of ask questions from more of a uh, sure. medical standpoint. You put your lab coat on? Yeah, I always do. You know, you give me a little bit and then all of a sudden I go, what? Huh? You know, even when like Lupe and Mich- Micha were here, 
um, after the cameras stopped rolling and the, we stopped taping, I, I was sitting with them probably for about at least 20 or 30 minutes yeah. asking, kind of picking their brain. I got the lab coat on. Um, I'm, I'm just curious about people who, who do things and, and why they do what they do. But I guess, you know, kind of like, I guess if it's kind of like a cosmetic deal, which it is and isn't because it's also for their health. But, you know, if, if, if someone asked Dan, Hey, can you do liposuction? And maybe they could do it themselves. He's, it's not his place to ask, well, you know, have you tried it yourself? It's his place to fucking run a business and go, yep, I got you. Sure. Whatever you and need. He, you know, he, and, and hopefully most other doctors, they won't do it if it's not safe or they don't think that the person should have it done. But right. also, you know, they're, you know, they're there to make money right? And do it safely, but still, you know, give the people what they want, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I almost wanted to, like, uh, talk to this person. I'm like, well, ha- have you heard of Ozempic? Like, I felt like that would be less invasive. Oclempic. Um, than, than doing this. But again, this person probably has done the research for mm-hmm. multiple years. And I know that maybe this is just the most effective or the fastest or was recommended to her by a doctor so um, I'm interested to see to see where this all goes because uh, listen, everybody likes a good transformation, whether it's in the good a good direction or a bad direction. You know, whether it's seeing someone who looked like George of the Jungle, if we remember Brendan Fraser from the late '90s and how attractive he was, and then um, recent, most recently, he was in a movie called The Whale. I don't know if you guys saw that. Did he gain the weight for that? He was actually the whale. <laughs> yeah, he was the whale, and um, he was enormous. I, I think that it was also somewhat of a body suit, but he is gross now, even without the body suit. But you could see just how the mighty have fallen. But we also like transformations in the opposite direction, where someone loses 200 to 300 pounds, and they look amazing now. And, you know, that, that that's good, too. So it should be interesting to see what happens with this person. I'll definitely be keeping an eye, uh, you know, obviously because I care about them, but also because I'm interested about stuff like this. And how effective it is. Because I don't know. I, I know Blitz, you and I have talked about this before. But um, and oh. I can't remember. Really, I think it was a firework guy, to be honest with you. But you're like, that guy had, you're, you showed me a picture. And you're like, oh, that yeah, guy yeah, had yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a bypass or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it looks like he beat it. You're like, clearly. So. Well, it's um, like, even when we were watching it on TV, we something, something recently. They said they had it, but they said they were able to figure out a way to get around it. They Was it know. a joke that was made or? No, it was like. It, it was like one of those like thousand pound life sisters oh, or whatever. Okay, you know? okay, okay. But remember, she was like, "Oh, I, f- I figured out how we can actually eat more and not have to worry about the bypass or what." It, like, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, congratulations, you, yeah. you won!" Yeah. Um. So like, you had that surgery. Like, why wouldn't you, you know, attempt to help right. it out? I mean, and and in order to stretch it, like you actually have to be uncomfortable again. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be full past the point of being comfortable because you're. Bu- That's the whole point. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're full from like a cup of whatever. You can't consume very much food. Um, but I would argue that sometimes with with people who are very large, like yeah, the volume. But a lot of the time, it's just like what they're eating. You know, if sure. you would have like a pound of broccoli, not saying that's a good idea, but. That's certainly different than a pound of like crazy. Yeah, that's certainly better than a pound of mac and cheese is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So is it is it really a volume issue? I'm sure that's part of it, but certainly not the whole story. But anywho, um, anything else? Does anybody else? I don't think Bubba's coming back, to be honest with no, you. But must, um, have, must have been an issue. Yeah, it must have been an issue. See all the see the, look at the TV right now. He's shooting, shooting down all the 
the yeah, balloons. The one in the lake. This is now the fourth one, I believe, over mm-hmm. Lake Huron. So that's not good. Oh, is it just because people are now aware of yes. it? So yeah. now they feel like they have to do something about it. Yeah, because well, yeah, China came out and said that U.S. sent like ten over. Yeah, yeah, know. we do we do it all the time, and I, like and they know about it. Obviously, there's like amateur people that do it that like just willy nilly launch these balloons just for fun. Now they're probably just fucking with the government, possibly. Yeah. So but this used to be like a big deal, and it's trial like 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 I said, Google used to have a company that did. It. I have a friend that uh, moved to. I want to say Washington State about ten to fifteen years ago, and okay. went to work for a company that does that. That's what he does. They shoot down the no, no, balloon. no. He makes the, oh, balloons makes the balloons for a super high altitude. Okay, you know, he didn't say it was spying stuff, but right. it probably was. Okay, interesting. And so and most Google, Google, sorry, Google had a company called Loon. That's all they did. So, are you telling me that most, say, highly developed, let's say, put first world in quotes. Countries have balloons that they throw up in the air and just they spy on every on the whole globe. Um, no, but I would say they have balloons that do this to do things like a lot of it is weather related or like just for fun or whatever. Okay, there was a I, I believe an ace in World War II that earned his ace stuff for shooting down balloons. What's an ace? When you have a bunch of kills in a war as a fighter pilot from the J- oh. Japanese. It was, oh, I- I've never heard that term. I want to say Germans, actually. Was it? Because I know, obviously, Japan had their big balloons they sent over here. Right. I think killed, what, two people? Mm-hmm. During World War II? Yeah. yeah the, a bunch of them made it over here. Yeah, huh. a bunch of them did. They, uh, d- the bombs didn't detonate. Right. And oh. That, that's so it was how, a balloon, a bomb attached to a balloon? Yeah. With a time With a timer on it, basically, it's set to, like, go off. Because they were trying to create pandem- pandemonium, they were trying to like set the forests on fire and things okay. like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that these balloons have been in effect for in war for many many years. Not saying this is war. He, but. Here's the thing, too: is let's let's assume China starts sending up a ton of these balloons. Yeah. Well, these they don't cost that much money. No. But each one of those missiles we were shooting at them are four hundred grand a piece. So they're trying to like drain our so, shit. So realistically it's like, hey, they've got a twenty thousand dollar balloon that we're using four hundred thousand dollar missiles to shoot out of the air. So right. it's like, well that's you know, imagine they do that a few hundred times. Right. Especially right. the jet take going take going taking off. Sorry, I'm looking at the Fugo. Fugo balloon bomb. What this oh, was the ones from World War Two? Yeah. The Japanese? Yeah, the Fugo. Were they the only ones doing that or you said They're the only ones that did it that like we know of that actually Made it over here. And a bunch of them yeah. did make it over here. Yeah. They just didn't go off. And, and would the bomb drop or or would just detonate in the air? The bomb, it was made so the bomb would drop. Okay. And it was okay. a lot of, it wasn't wasn't like a explosive bomb. It was like incendiary, so it would start forest fires and stuff. I see, I see. Okay. Interesting but stuff. They launched 9,300 balloons. <laughs> the Japanese did? Yeah. Yeah, and a bunch, of, a bunch of them made it here. And the people that it killed, I believe, was like a mom and a daughter that was like in a forest oh. they happened to find on the ground. Or what was the deal? Six, yeah, six civilians. Sorry, it wasn't two. Oh, okay. Six civilians. When they discovered one of the balloon bombs and it uh, looks like they messed around with it. One was pregnant and it went off. Okay, yeah. Oh, shame. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, so I guess we'll just stay tuned. At first it was an interesting story, but now it's like four and five days. You're like, all right. Mm-hmm. Fuck Can- and Canada's asking us to shoot them down. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Trudeau, yes. So Cause not, they, they fly so high that not a lot of planes or missiles can make it there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, but, the, but they're not quite in orbit like a satellite, so they're like in correct. this middle ground. And this one happened to be, quote unquote, low. It was like at 65,000 feet, the one off of Carolina. 
But for the most part, they're like 80 to 100, 120,000 feet. Which oh, damn. We have nothing that'll fly up there. It, they're hard to shoot down. You think the so. Chinese fucked up with the first, the one that people saw? Um, I mean, they either fucked up and it, something happened to it and it got low, or they did it on purpose hmm. so that people could see it. Interesting. And then it made America look weak because we didn't do anything about it for like a fucking week. Mm-hmm. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up right now. But thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow on your airwaves. Thank you, Lummy. Thank you, Blitz. Bye. Bye. Bye.